because I remember I called in and then you were like, hey, maybe this guy can teach how to fish. I was like, I don't think so. But <laughs> 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 Welcome, Sonny Patel. You got talking to them. You can adjust it. You can pull it any which way you want. Tilt it. Tilt it. Don't, you don't have to be gentle with it. You can, you can be aggressive. I can give some teeth kisses. <laughs> yeah, dude. Infamous knocks teeth kisses. The first time you ever said that to me, you're like, you're like, don't put your hands in the truck. He gives teeth kisses. And the first thing I did is I walked up to your truck. I was like, hey, big guy. And he's like, just fucking attacked. I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, man. He'll shred you. Don't baby talk Andrew's dog. Yeah, don't. You got to talk to him like he, he's, a, he's a gentleman. <laughs> like you take him to the vet recently and you can't go into the vet with the dog anymore. And uh, I said to him, I was like, vet tech. I mean, he has a muzzle on. Yeah. So she's not going to get bit, but he's still big enough that like if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do what he wants to he do. You're, you're going to have a hard time. And I'm like, you got to talk to him like, you know, you're the boss. And she was like, come on, Max. And I was like, no, no. You got to, like, do your Russell voice. Be like, come on, Ox. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to be like, all right. Got you, brother. Perfect. But Sonny Patel, we welcome you all the way from New York City. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello out there. Hi. <laughs> the, um, did you, you drove down today. Yeah, I drove down today. I feel special. How you was came the just, traffic? Came just for oh, us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the traffic wasn't that bad. It was just uh, got the through that Lincoln Tunnel. Bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hate New York City's traffic. I don't mean, how often do you experience New York City traffic? So more than you would think. We used to go visit my in-laws, my my wife's in-laws in uh, Queens a lot, mm. and then some of them live in Manhattan. Been there probably like 15 times. It fucking sucks. The place is sucks. I don't yeah. know how you can live there. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, what is it? What driving wise, I, uh, usually what I do, that was a uh, bottle popping. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. We yo, we popping bottles over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, De- Deer Park, 100% fresh. Um, this is a bottle in 1873. <laughs> <laughs> but like, whenever I do have to. Um, Whenever I do have to drive, I always just time it accordingly. So, like, if I'm, like, going out on the road or something like that, like, I'll leave at 4 in the morning. You know, I won't hit any traffic at all. I'll be well out of New Jersey and stuff on my way to Pittsburgh, so. That's a fucking long drive to Pittsburgh, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. What do you go out there for? Uh, For the for my job, for hotel management and stuff. Yeah, for the operations. Yeah, managing hotels. That's uh. What like has COVID rocked the hotel business pretty good for you guys? Are you coming back? Like, what's the situation? We're so we have uh, we're in a lot of uh, well, we're only in rural markets. I usually I can't say that word that well. Rural, rural. rural. I can't say it either. Yeah. Rural, rural. Yeah. So we're there's a lot of things you can't say. Yo, we're in the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been it, it was really down, and now it's slowly coming back up. Mm. But uh, like we're still well below break even and uh there's a lot of hotels like in destinations like for example in new york city and stuff they were like oh yeah we're gonna open uh in august and stuff and then it just hasn't happened like they still haven't opened up i think the roosevelt uh which is a pretty uh historic hotel in new york city it's like permanently closing 
So there's a lot of inventory that's going to be going offline in a lot of these markets and stuff, which is sad. But Yeah, I kind of think that the Airbnb, I, these are already successful, but I kind of think that that market might be the first one to kind of like come back or, you know, see an emerging customer. Um, just because the idea of, I think, staying in someone's home or, like, that kind of setting rather than a hotel. I don't know. I think people are going to be kind of locked down for a while regardless of where they want to stay. Yeah, and people are still really scared and stuff, which is understandable. Because even the cleaning protocols that we had beforehand, uh, it would easily take care of a lot of, like, you know, whatever uh, germ yeah. issues that people have and stuff. And now we've just, like, tripled, quadrupled you know, the way that we're cleaning everything. So, uh, yeah. Damn. Mm. But at least, you know, Sonny did this. Uh, if you, I think, John, do you know what the 75 hard is? Uh, yeah, I do. You know I've done some research. You did the 75 hard? Yeah. Are you still on it? No, I finished uh, 75 hard, and then I took one day off. But really, the only thing I didn't do that day was the – outdoor workout and then i went back went on to phase one afterwards phase one was actually much harder than 75 hard because yeah. of the extra you have to do the extra powerless tasks the extra three extra ones on top of the five What's a powerless yeah what task? let's start with what is 75 hard i feel like anybody listening is not going to have any idea what the 75 hard is like what's the daily so for 75 days you you have to do what so first of all, people, I, I don't talk about it too much, but I'm happy to talk about it here. But like, I don't talk about it like with my friends or family too much because it's like, first and foremost, you need to understand that it's a mental toughness program. Right. It is nothing to, it's okay, not nothing, but it's very little to do with fitness. There's a lot better things you can do to lose weight, gain muscle and all that stuff. Um, this is literally just a mental toughness program. So then it programs you to know that, like, hey, I got to do what I got to do, and the job has to get done. Yeah. Um, and that's just one facet of the program. So there's no deviation. If you have a question on what to do in the program, you do the harder thing. Um, <laughs> so, and, and that's a lot of integrity with yourself. It's like not no one's going to come and, like, measure your progress and stuff, right? So you have a lot of people for first time, it's the first time that they have some accountability for themselves for more than like a week, mm. right? Of just doing anything consistently. So when you look on the face of it, it's like, okay, I got to do these things. And you can't think of it like, oh, I got to do it for 75 days and all these. The first thing that everybody always thinks about, which I did too, was like, oh, my wife's birthday is going to come in between. My sister's birthday is going to come in between. I got a bunch of these other parties that are going to come up. Like what's going to happen when people are like, Sonny's not drinking. Sonny's not eating bad food. Why is he not eating fried chicken or something like that? Um, you so can't eat fried chicken on the 75 part? <laughs> I didn't Well, no, that. yeah, so you have to stick to a diet. A diet. A diet. So if your diet's like, I don't eat, like, say you eat french fries every day right now, and your diet is, I'm not going to eat french fries for 75 days. That's the diet? Well, I mean, it's teaching you, you, have to, you have to stick to something. Yeah, yeah. Stick to something and just be consistent about it. It was like, tough. No alcohol. That's I do. A, I would do a modified seventy-five. Does that count? No. No, that's the and that's the main thing. When people try to like modify and stuff like that, like you don't get the. What if you added something? You <clears throat> added alcohol, but then you also had to add something else to make it mentally tough. 
But then it just becomes your own thing. Then it's not really 75 hard. Just rebranded. <laughs> hey, you can the absolutely. F- the 74 mediocrely hard with alcohol program. The almost 75. The almost 75. You just have drinks. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, shut the fuck up. I did it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, no, no. It's like, uh, see, what ends up happening, and like, I've wanted to modify it. I wanted to do all these things, and I don't know what it was. Like, I, I got the book. He wrote a book on it. I got the book, and then I read it. And then at the end, like, he kind of challenges you. This is Andy Frisella's program. Sorry, I didn't. We didn't even mention him, but. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's a nobody. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I read the book, and then he challenges you. He's like, look, if you put this off, like, this is kind of the reason why a lot of stuff's not happening for you in your life anyway. Whatever you want in life, it, that it is. Mm. Um, Will it teach me how to fish? It'll th- teach you discipline. To yeah. fish? I mean, maybe it'll make your boat lighter. Might make my boat lighter. Yeah. yeah you won't know. have as much beer on your boat, and you'll weigh less. I actually haven't drank on my boat yet. You've only had your boat for a week. Well, you better, <laughs> you better start drinking on that boat because if you want to do this program, ain't gonna be nothing. Fuck. So, so t- it's ten, mi- ten minutes of reading a day. No, no, it's ten, a ten page. pages of reading of oh. a nonfiction book. That's, that's um, simple as fuck. Yeah, but it's like the you consistency. Say that. You take all of the things. All right, next thing. Yeah. So, all right, no, that's what I'm saying. Let, let's break it down. Yeah, yeah. So some people find some things easy. Some people you gotta, find you other gotta things. You got to work hard. out in the yeah. morning. Uh, you, it doesn't matter when. So basically, all these things, whatever these things are, you have to do them before you go to bed. So um, you have to do ten two, pages. Ten two, pages. Okay, reading. ten pages of reading. You got to do two workouts. They have to be spaced at least three hours apart. Right. You can't just do them back to back. Okay. Um. One I've inside, one outside. Yeah, one, one has to be outside. One has to be outside. You can do both so outside, people, outside if you want. People in the south have huge advantage. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends if they can. The guy the in Ala- the stuff. guy in Alaska is like, "Fuck this seventy five is hard." He's like out there with the Eskimos pumping yeah. iron. Yeah, in the so, snow. Next thing. Uh, next thing is just talk over him. Is a guy. It's okay. He can't even fish. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing oh, is he's biting his. It'll help you fish. I know it. You'll get something out of somewhere, and it'll just like ten pages of reading. There you go. Read about fish. Um, and then you got to drink a gallon of water. That's hard. Uh, yeah. That's a lot of water. That's that's my hardest thing. Are you what? You doing the seventy five hard? So I am seventy five (laughs) hard. Oh man! What are you, bro? How many miles? How many miles did you Andrew's not run? Has how, hit the limit. how many miles did you swim today? Uh, how many miles did you swim today, bro? I swam almost two miles. That's a long swimming. After I ran, that's fucking man. But that was back to back workouts. So I'm fucked. That doesn't fucking count, dude. I definitely didn't drink enough water, and I definitely didn't read. How the much pages. is a, is a gallon for them fuckers? Four that of these, these are, th- this is 33.8, 34 ounces. How many liters? Yeah, so that's four. Four of them. This is one liter. Yeah, so four of those in a Litre. Gallon. Yeah. Fuck. That's a lot of fucking water. So there's been a lot of times Did where. Did pee a lot? Did we cover all the things? Uh, it was the two workouts, no drinking alcohol, yeah. 10 pages of reading nonfiction. Yeah. I think. Um, follow a diet. Yeah. Follow and follow a diet. diet. 
for yeah. 75 days. And like no and like the diet specifically is like you c- it's not even like you can have like you've been good for all these days and you can have like one M&M or something like it. no. There's So it's no. like lint for 75 days. You have to cut something out of your diet. It's not cut. Well, whatever diet you choose, like let's say you I chose can, a like, keto diet, right? Let's just say for that's example. That's what I'm saying. Do you have yeah. to choose a branded diet? You don't have to choose a branded one. You just have to choose one that you know, like, okay, this will work for me. I like this one, right? But also it can't be like, hey, you know what? I'll just have one meal during a day and I'll just have a bunch of cheeseburgers or something like that. Like it doesn't work like that also. It's got to be reasonable and there has to be no deviation. Um... But, uh, so, like, you could do the one diet where you don't eat after, was it seven, six or seven o'clock? Intermittent fasting, I don't know if, is it, I guess that's that would different. work. I, I guess, mean, it's I mean, mainly it, it about would, the content of the food. It doesn't matter about the ru- time. We, we need a ruling. I'm, I'm so ruling What was no. your diet? Um. So, mine, I was just trying to lose fat and gain a, gain a little bit of muscle in the process if I could. So my diet was just like uh, eat protein in a reasonable amount, like at least my body weight equivalent um, a day. And in, in ounces? In uh, grams. Grams. Yeah. Um, and then besides that, um, yeah, just like limiting my carbs, just like structuring them around the workout. Um, obviously, like none of the bad stuff, chocolates and fried food and things like that. All the good stuff. Um, we went out to eat when he was in 75 hard. Yeah, it was near the end of it that day, yeah. So that day. He didn't break? Yeah. I, once you, I, I would imagine, never done the 75 hard, but I've definitely done, like I did vegan for a year. Oh, wow. My leaf, That's my, impressive. My um, once you get past the first couple months, you can kind of get used to it. Like it just is what it is. You change your habits and how you order at restaurants. You just don't go to those places where you can't order. Like yeah. Arvind, our buddy. He's strictly vegetarian. Doesn't believe in eating cows. No cow eating. Did you know that? His whole life, he's never had meat. Never had cow meat or no meat? No meat. He's never had a meat. Never had a meat. His whole life. Challenge accepted. That's a fucking crazy. He didn't even know what it tastes like. So he, when he smells barbecue and stuff, he just doesn't even... I'm not interested. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah. He follow like the kosher diet, like don't mix meat and dairy. Is that a is that a diet? I can do that one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it has to be something to like kind of improve <laughs> I'm ask, your physical I'm condition. Sunny, so, like like he's an expert on seventy five hard. I no, mean, he is no. an expert. He's like done it seventy five days and he's read the book. You're just trying to find ways out of it, and you no. haven't even started yet. No, That's why you can't I'm not catch even fish. Saying that I can gonna do it, I'm just asking what kind of dietary restrictions I can put on myself. You just got to do something that you know you can do for 75 days and you know deep down that it's not a cop out. So, okay. So yeah. if one's like don't eat carbs after a certain time during the day, is that a diet? Uh, that's hard. That would be hard for me. Yes. Yeah. That could, that, be. That's gonna that could count, be a part right? of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That could be part of it. And maybe yeah. add something else in there like no sugar. Something like that. Add, add casually add something in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No sugar. That's incredibly difficult. You no, know, no. I mean, like no. I guess no added sugar, like fruit, sugar, apples, stuff like that. But like, mm. no sugar in the coffee. Kind of. Thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, when when you get around to doing it, we'll 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 work out your diet and we'll go through the finer, finer nitpickings for your 
for your situation. Yeah. I think you should do only steak <laughs> for 75 days. Steak and water. Do you Joe want Rogan it? made it, what, 30 days only fucking steak? I don't know. But I know did. Jordan Peterson. He There's a bunch of people. Things, There's though. a bunch of people that are, like, on the carnivore diet that have Don't they seen mix in benefit. starches and all? No. Meat and potatoes. What if I just did meat and potatoes? I don't know. I don't think. I think it's vegetables and steak. I think they do. I don't think they do starch. I think no carbs. I'm pretty sure potatoes are vegetable. It is. Yeah, but it's also starch. Yeah. What if you did fruits, vegetables, and meat? That's it. Yo, as a side note, you know we're wasting really too good. much time on your bullshit fucking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you went down that journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm putting. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put to in fucking, a stop yeah, right now. You went down the journey. I fucking let yeah. it. No, so we were being polite. Because <laughs> we feel real bad because you haven't caught any fish yet. <laughs> real funny, guys. Real fucking funny. Yo, but you, yeah. Anyway, what do you what what was the the number one thing that you gleaned? From the 75 heart? Um, so I think the biggest thing was just getting something, just getting something done. I mean, I think, uh, like just getting it done no matter what. So there have been days where like I even moved, I moved by myself. I mean, like I had some of my friends, but like we didn't have any movers or anything. So I did my first workout at six, moved all day. And then we didn't finish the move until like two in the morning the next day and uh, I still had to do my second workout so that was like one of the toughest days that was uh, everything was hurting I really didn't want to do it shady people come out at that time because of all this coronavirus stuff and everybody's <laughs> on the streets so there's like a lot of places where my wife's like yeah don't take me like over there and stuff and I'm like I can't believe this is Manhattan <laughs> is, has Manhattan changed a lot as someone who's lived there uh yeah, it's it's changed a lot, and I also went to school there for four years. Um, but uh, yeah, it it's changed a lot, especially like uh, in the beginning during COVID, like it was just quiet, like there's nobody right. out there. People we were on lockdown live. over there, yeah. yeah. Um, so like obviously most of the people who can afford to live there, they have second homes. They just fled, so there weren't that many people in the city. So I really didn't understand when everybody was like, oh, the hospital beds are like, we're going to need extra ones. And they brought the extra ones. And it's just like Javits Center is like fucking empty. So, you know, and <laughs> like, it's wait like, a minute. Everybody <laughs> in Manhattan just went to the Hamptons. They fucking yeah, left. Yeah. So it's I don't know. And then, um, yeah. And then like they released so many, um, you know, so many criminals and stuff like that. So then there's That's like shocking. a little bit more element like that you'll see from in different neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um where it's not that pleasant. But, uh, yeah. So I guess we're kind of getting a glimpse of what was going on in the 80s, you know, when they said, like, Times Square was a red light district. Obviously, I wouldn't know because I was born in 89. But, anyway, I'm mm. not saying that it's a red light district right now. But you're saying but it's <laughs> well on its way. Uh, I don't know. It's. If, uh, either, I mean, the, the crime stats don't lie. New York City is not on the downward trend of crime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I guess we'll, we'll see see where we all stand this time next year. You can't you can't make a lot of like knee jerk reactions to knee jerk things. Like I don't know, I'm not. I think things could be possibly bad in New York right now, but the changes that we've experienced happen very quickly. So for me to say that more changes couldn't change it back a different way very quickly 
you know, is yeah. yet to be seen. I think what would potentially hurt um, it bouncing back is probably like a uh, another like mini recession or a more permanent uh, financial correction. Because then you have like unemployment and then you already have this behavior and like characteristics happening in not just New York, like Philadelphia is a ATM fire. Yeah, so when I compare it to other cities and stuff, at least from what you see online and on the news and stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's not so bad in New York. Like, you can at least go out and stuff. and be Yeah, fi- Philly, they're, uh, they're, they're getting good at blowing up those ATMs. Yeah. It's like steal the ATM, fucking blow it up, steal the cash. I don't yeah. even know if they get the cash at the time. <laughs> Very hard to get into. Aren't an ATM. people getting like really injured? Because there, oh, yeah. there was there was that dude like who got injured. What Bunch was of it? people like, have died. Oh wow! Yeah, they're blowing up ATMs. Yeah, blowing themselves up and shit. Andrew? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're the one that sends me all the crime stats. Yeah, I read them. Arms and legs gone. Oh, man. It's all the people that would be playing with fireworks. Uh yes yes uh there was like a I saw a picture of some dude after the Lakers won their championship like he his I think his hands were still there but like he was his hands were messed up. Uh, <laughs> the Lakers did the Lakers win the <laughs> NBA Finals? I think they did. Yeah. Not that many people watched, but no. yeah. <laughs> except people in LA or people who are from LA. But uh, you, do you think there'll be like an asterisk next to all the championships this year? COVID It'd be like, oh, you know, you you did win the Super Bowl, but the Chicago Bears were down two weeks because they had the COVID. Like, it's well, going to be the like Super a Bowl is the Super Bowl is like next year's Super Bowl because this year's Super Bowl was won under normal circumstances. If you mm-hmm. think about it, right? Yeah. Everything was normal right before then. Um, but uh, all the other championships for sure, especially in MotoGP, because the main guy Mark Marquez he broke his arm in the first race, so. That was pretty crazy. So they'll He's put like an asterisk because the best guy broke his arm? Yeah. <laughs> they should. They should. They it's should. true, but he would win every race. Like it, really? He's he, not just he saying. It's just like it's like he, he's there. We know who's winning. Yeah. Like he even when he's not in a winning position, like he's still fighting for the victory. Like he is. It's like a Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just uh, like he's really up there. Like he's up there with the Tiger Woods, the Michael Jordans. Like he is up there. Like he's r- literally creating history. And his brother's even getting on the podium this year too. So the and runs that's in the in family. Uh, MotoGP. It's like super sport bikes, like crotch rockets. Yeah. In in your lingo, in this rural lingo, we yeah, them boys be riding crotch rockets. They <laughs> riding them crotch rockets real loud. Yeah. Are you a motorcycle rider too? Yes, oh. but uh, I haven't been riding too much in the last two years. Last year, I was very fat, and uh, I couldn't fit into my gear, so <laughs> that's not very Stretch safe. Stretch it out. Yeah, it's not very safe. Um, <laughs> and then this year, obviously, I was just like, you know what? I kind of don't want to go into a hospital right now with all that's going on, so I was like, let me just – I barely rode this year. Um, but, uh, I'm super into cars, super into, um, uh, bikes and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. So, so what's phase one? Oh, back to the, yeah. Um, That's how his brain works. He's like, all right, dude, I'm done fucking with your nutrition diet thing. No, I, he said he's moved on <laughs> to he's phase like, I'm one, done, which is I'm harder. Done, I'm done dodging all these <laughs> <laughs> diet things. But, uh, yeah. So phase one adds a five minute cold shower, which is the 
freaking hardest thing for me in the beginning. Like when I was like staring it down, like fucking I fucking would love I, that. I I tried like I tried doing it. I'm just like, okay, let me just do ten seconds, and then the next day I'll do like five seconds more or something. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, fuck, how am I, I gonna do, do this for five cold. minutes? I I love cold showers. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So do you go? Do you have to go back and forth, like from hot to cold, or is it just cold? Um. So basically, you could do it either way. Like you could. Oh, sorry. You could either just do it cold, but it has to be cold straight for the five minutes, or you can do it like have a nice hot shower before and then just turn it all the way cold or slowly turn it all the way cold. But the clock starts once it's freaking cold and you want to get out of there. Um, Sidebar, because like the sauna and stuff is closed right now, I've been doing like as hot as I can do mm -hmm. and then going all the way cold. How was that? And then freezing until I'm shivering and then going back and I try and do that four times. Not like well like two times back and forth. Not so you, four, you're like, you're saying at the gym some observer may be watching this guy in the shower like Oh, I had somebody like called me out. Somebody's like why he's freezing like there's this guy just shaking, shivering in the shower. It's like, dude, are you all right? You remember that dude that was like calling me out for not wearing a mask cuz it was his oh, ball yeah, was yeah. butt ass yeah. fucking balls naked. were hanging out. One of that guy's buddies like, I don't know, it was about a week ago, I guess. Maybe a little, little longer. He was just like, you, like, kind of calling me out for taking a long shower. And I was, like, going to get into it with him, like, explain him what I was doing. Was he waiting? Wait, wait, was he waiting? No, because he was still getting dressed by the time. Like, I was in the swimming pool. He was in the swimming pool. Uh -huh. You have to all get out at the same time. I beat him to the showers because he's fucking geriatric. Oh. So okay. I took my long-ass shower going, <laughs> shiver in there like John Rambo. And... He's, like, still trying to get his fucking socks on when I'm, like, done my, like, whole shower ordeal. And I can't do it every morning because sometimes I'm, like, don't have the time. Yeah. Um, and he like, oh, said some smart-ass remark to me about being in there a while. And I was, like, the f And I was, like, going to explain to what, I, like, my superior athleticism to his <laughs> weak athleticism. But then I was, like... I was like, I pay fucking, I pay the membership here. I'll use all the fucking water I want to. Like, I swear to God, like, I was like, dude, I, don't, like, I, was, I literally turned to my laser, like, I was just like, what'd you say, motherfucker? And then I realized I was talking to, like, an old, old man. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, how dare you question me at 6 fucking 45. I'll crush you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but uh, the sauna was, like, a huge deal. And then the cold shower after sauna, I know that was, like, a, also a big thing. But anyway, cold shower. But the cold shower, real quick. The thing that's funny is that in the gym, sometimes I do wonder what people think outside because, like, I'm taking the cold shower and I'm like, <laughs> right? And I'm like, they must think I'm doing something else in here. Be like, I'm jerking off. Oh, so man. cold. <laughs> cold so good. Never, oh. never let go, Jack. Never let go. I see what you did there, dude. You brought us a little iceberg action in there. Damn. Damn. Dude, some people say you're a funny guy. Uh, so five minute cold shower. <laughs> five minute cold shower. And then um, the power list, which is the five critical tasks that can move you forward what in whatever area you want, you decide on that day. Um, and you have to do them before you go to bed. So you have to add three more to that. So you got to do eight total, <coughs> excuse me. And then you have to visualize for 10 minutes, dedicated visualization. Um, what are we visualizing? Fishing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually. So you know what? Why don't you do 75 hard? 
And then you could just add the visualization component and the to it. Fucking love when I get done mowing the lawn, I'm all hot. Love a cold shower after mowing the lawn. Dude, nice. yeah, but going back to the cold shower, the reason that's the cold shock proteins, like if you stay in there long enough, your body actually and this is essentially what cryotherapy is basically. Shit the fat. No, your body is is basically launching a like your the proteins that are released when your body is like in a fever state or a cold, like you have a cold. So your body releases these like enzymes to help like combat, you know, or like help the immune response. So if like you take a cold shower, you do the cryo or you do, um, the saunas, heat shock proteins, kind of the same thing, but not really. Those things help you, uh, a lot of like, a lot of positive mental, uh, results, but it's also great for your metabolism and like, uh, inflammation and like healing and, uh, feeling better. Have you done ice bath yet? Ice bath, no. I haven't done it. Yeah. I know you told me about it. You're the like, ice Yo, bath is awesome. a, if you're hurt or you're like seriously injured. Do they have that ice bath option at uh the Y? The Y? No. Like draw up my ice bath. No. No. So where do you go to take an ice bath? Well, I see this ice machine here, so. Uh, you go to Home Depot. Buy yourself a tub. Get a tub. You get as much ice. As you can fit in your Corolla, and then you fill up the bucket with ice and water, and then you uh, put it in your backyard and get in it. Hmm. Invite some buddies over. I don't know. Hey, let's take turns, man. Oh no, dude, no. it's my ice bath. Hmm. But like, I'll share a didgeridoo, but I won't share an ice bath. I loved your buying process on the other episode. <laughs> you were like, listen, I don't just buy things wantonly, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about it for a while. Like, I brought the didgeridoo up, like, several times. Mariel was finally like, oh, let's just get the didgeridoo. <laughs> but. Yeah, so the visualization, uh, that is, um, yeah, so anything, like, whatever you're trying to do. I mean, ideally, you're supposed to imagine your future state, like, you know, where you're trying to be career-wise or even if it's something like you relaxing at a beach house with your dogs or something like that whatever it is it's like, like you envisioning yourself on the podium with a bunch of bass and fish in your hand you just want first place yep it's gonna happen you're like that's how you fish son and you look down you just wink at the guy next to you and that's no, vision i fully over. intend to be one of the best fishermen you know yeah that's fine mm-hmm. yeah just saying I mean, some like, how long do you think it'll be until I go from like, like that that pivotal tipping point where I go from like making fun of you for not catching shit to like being like, yo, my buddy John, it could be a while. I'm fucking really bad at catching fish. (laughs) (laughs) It's good, yeah. I don't know. I would say that by. But are you going to the right places? Oh yeah, other people, oh, other people yeah. catch oh, fish. Other people yeah, are catching yeah. them. Okay. Dude, he okay. he literally went to a he was fishing amongst people in a t- fishing tournament. I didn't know it was and a fishing tournament. Still didn't catch any fish. And my wife was like, "Are you sure there's fish in the thing?" And I'm like, "I'm starting to think like maybe there's no fish here. Maybe I'm an idiot." But no, turns out they had a fucking fishing tournament. Every one of those anglers had like four or five bass. Big fuckers. Like four, five, six pounds. Like big Ang- anglers. You like that lingo? Good. Threw, threw down some good vocab there. Yeah. That's probably 11th grade vocab word. Uh, I don't know. 
No comment. He's like, I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you idiots. Yeah, no. So there are definitely fish there. It's definitely okay. a pressured lake. A lot of, you know, one boat after the other goes from spot to spot. So the fish, like, get, you know. We, we We've heard enough about what you would envision. What were you? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's, like, do you, would you share with us, like, what you were envisioning or what your vision like what your what your goals are like what what like what process is what that process is like for you I guess uh yeah so um I remember when it was introduced and then like you think like oh it shouldn't be too bad but it's hard to keep your mind focused because you'll always think about other shit you'll be like oh yeah I gotta do this thing and I gotta do that thing and it's like no you gotta bring your mind back you gotta bring then you gotta reset the clock um but uh, yeah, so for what I would do, I would mainly visualize like my car collection that I would like to have, like all the cars, the colors they're in. Um, and then what I would do is I would uh, I would uh, remember the ones that I've seen in person, like touched, felt, sometimes driven and stuff like that. I recall all those images. I try to like put it together, make it as lifelike as possible. Like I try to imagine like what the floor of the garage looks like, like what kind of flags and racing things and memorabilia I'm going to have, like the <clears throat> alloy wheel with like the thing on top as like a coffee table or something like that. Um, and then I just be picture myself sitting there or like getting into one of the cars. Like one day I'm sitting there and like I'm petting my dog. I like Alaskan Malamutes, so that's what it's going to be. <laughs> um, so The big dog. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's one of the ones that I would go back to frequently. Um, I would also imagine uh, I really want to spend my winters in a warm place. That would be really cool. So one day or I want to do that. What? Get it. Dad, it was a dad oh. joke. It was a dad oh, okay. joke. Is it this button? Oh, you're getting good with these buttons. I actually thought that was the laughter one. <laughs> I, I, I was going to give myself some laughter, but I, instead I just buzzed myself. Yeah, maybe we should have done the pew pew. <laughs> That's this one. This guy right here. I know I know where he said. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I would visualize that as well. Like, you know, whether I'm in Miami or I'm in Bombay or something like that during the winter time, that'd be nice. Bombay. That's where my wife's from. Mm. Yeah, it's fun there. Yeah, I've never been. John, have you ever been to Bombay? Never been to Bombay. Never been there. You know, that should be a field trip for not like Bombay specifically, but any third world country. For kids, and it should be like at different times of their life, so they can stop complaining, and everyone can stop complaining. Cause like I remember when I would go, when I would go to India, um, and I would have all these like teenage dramas going on in my life. Like I'm in high school or whatever. I'm like, this girl doesn't like me, and then <laughs> it's like I go over there, I go over there, and I'm just like. I see some of my family. I'm like, these guys have no shot. It doesn't matter how hard they work. It doesn't matter what they do. They are not coming up. And the kids all. are still like, that girl doesn't like me. Yeah, Trust yeah. Me. But yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's really an eye opener. And uh, it, it makes me so thankful for, you know, being born in this country, living in this country. Today's Veterans Day. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's just a side note, but 
Yeah, but it is it is really fun there. Like it's pertinent it is, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think there's a lot of adults that should go there. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny that people complain so much about this person's rights and that person's rights. It's like go to some of these other countries and go and try to do that shit. Like is not gonna work. You're gonna be thrown off a building, <laughs> or you're gonna be hung, or you're gonna be thrown in jail. Like shit, they don't play out there. And uh, over here, like, we have it pretty good. So let's just try to make it better. Like, let's not just attack everything, you know? It's not like you guys go to, like, a house and you're like, oh, you know what? This molding isn't right. Let's blow up the house. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> it, it doesn't work like that. Like, just That's fix really it. Good point. That's a good point. Just fix the trim. Yeah, just fix it. So anyway. but uh, And I think, um, what was that, the guy who works for you, Jose? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he had some nice insights on the other podcast. Guys, you should listen to that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, shameless plug. Yeah. Jose, um, episode 37 or 34. Sorry, I, God, I don't know. I made it up. Mic. Yeah, I, told, I, I definitely agree. Um, I'm privileged in the sense that I've traveled a lot. Um, it was my choice to travel. Um, and... You, even though you go to these places, they're, and they're behind us, or they have less money, like, all that stuff, there's still good things about those countries, yeah, yeah. um, and places, and that's, like, what I think personally, like, brings it together for you, if you can get close, and, like, if you travel abroad, and you do it right, like, you're getting to know the people somewhere, like, you're, you're actually trying to talk to people, you're trying to, you know, learn the culture and you see like these people that are living under completely different conditions than you. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Oh, well, like all these people are still happy and everything like that. Right. Right. It's like that realization. It's like, okay, they're here with perceivably less rights or resources than we have here. Mm -hmm. Um, not always the case, but you know, sometimes and they're still happy. Mm hmm. And then you come back here and you have all the resources. Yeah. It's like, why aren't, like, why can't you be happy? And then you realize it's like, it's not really, it's, it's, you have a lot of these people that are just like trying to burn, blow the whole house up for the one piece of bad trim. Right. Really have no perspective onto like what the bad is. Right. It's like, this is the bad they know. Mm -hmm. So it's world, end of world bad. Yeah, but if yeah. they could just realize that if they just like stepped outside their, you know, what's the echo chamber, they, they you know, feel feel a little bit more enlightened, and I think you would have I, at least for me, I had a a couple of different trips. I came back, and I'm just like there, I there's a little bit more calmness in how you view certain problems in the world. You're like, okay, I see why these people are upset about you know this or that but mm -hmm. like if if you had seen how these countries or this place that i visited were dealing with those same problems mm -hmm. you'd come back here and you'd be like okay we've got this we've, we've got like the healthcare thing mm -hmm. everybody's always like europe has this sorted out or canada has this sorted out mm -hmm. and i'm like okay then why are my canadian like why do i know canadians that come here for certain medical procedures because they can't like i do i you know you, you do hear it the other way, but, like, you, you can't always just write off 
right blanket and statements like that yeah and uh you know that's the interesting thing about uh when people talk about healthcare and stuff it's like uh for example if you look at some of these um like Denmark or something for example they have like a flat tax on everyone there's no progressive ramping or anything like that like everyone pays a certain percentage and there's also the value added tax which is in which is just like a general like 20% tax on everything you buy whether it's a car or a computer or a desk or whatever clothing um so they have that they don't have a minimum wage like there's a lot of stuff that you know when you peel back you're <laughs> like okay these kind of things kind of make it possible yeah it's also a country that's like the size of the, less than the size of the northeast right denmark yeah are you thinking about switzerland no i, I think denmark's pretty small how big is denmark i actually don't know, son. I think Denmark probably would. Yo, hit me with a population, D- son. Denmark. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about s- both size and people. I would think that Pennsylvania would be bigger than Denmark. So the question yeah. is, like, the the problem with the comparing the European countries to the America and, and um, it would be yeah. like if Philadelphia got it really figured out. Yeah, like which there are some cities in America that have it figured out, and if they had their own tax structure, they would do just fine. They would because let's say they had all like the right natural resources in that area. Mm-hmm. They had all like the right industry in that area. And then the people were unified because it was a smaller group. Mm-hmm. People know each other more and they'd like a more unified front because they can see the direct results of what that country does. Mm-hmm. You come to America and like people in California or New York or Alaska or Florida can't really see the results of like somebody in Illinois or North Dakota. And so mm-hmm. it's really hard to collectively work. And that's kind of like what I think the constitution set up was that states work together in a United States format, because states states were seen independent. States are seen as independent in a, a larger conglomeration, where you put the federal government together to do that to help protect them from outside enemies. But each state kind of stood on its own, mm. um, and I think that's <coughs> one of the issues is they're trying to compact. And I, when I say they, I, I, the, the far left is trying to say like we need. You know, socialism, basically, like that's what they would say. But you can't do socialism on a country that's so different. State to state. State to state. And their needs are so different and spread out. Like you just can't. But also it's you're right. And it's also like the strength of the American system is that it's like that of the individual where it's like, hey, I can go and get after it and do the right thing. Yeah, Denmark's only something. 5.8 million people. <coughs> Philadelphia, seven something million people. Or nine. Let's just do Pennsylvania population. Like Pennsylvania's twelve point seven. So oh, okay, well, Philadelphia is definitely not nine. <laughs> no, I think, I think Philadelphia is probably like two and a half. Let's see. Let's see how wrong I was. Five point seven. Oh, so my first guess was. Uh, so yeah, so if you had everybody in Philadelphia working under a co- like an entire country, right, where your taxes stayed in a local region. The other re- problem is like we give our taxes to the federal government. Then the federal government then decides to spend our taxes on far-reaching things. Well, you can just pull like, out what you were those two numbers you just gave us. It's five point seven million people in Philadelphia, and there's twelve twelve point two in the whole state. So almost half of our whole state is congested into like a very small area. Yeah, I mean, you take and Pitt, Pittsburgh and Philly. That that's it. They are they're always asking for financial resources from the state to deal with the schools. They're always asking for financial resources and they have half of the financial, they have half of the tax basis 
based on citizen numbers. Maybe there's more money in different regions, whatever. But they could literally, if they just manage their tax revenue properly, Philadelphia should be solving the whole problems for the whole state. It shouldn't right. be the state solving the problems for Philadelphia. Yeah. But then you go back to um, how, kind of like how government, I don't know too much, but I'm saying like, you know, uh, I think there was a time like during the early years of America where uh, people were called on to service, like whether you were a scientist or a good businessman or, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say businessman. I should say something. Else. No, this people is, poli- we, don't, we don't do politically correct here. Yeah. Just yeah. say so businessman. Businessman or any other person of note. And people would just be like, hey, you know what? Like, hey, Andrew, like you would be great. You should like run for mayor. You should run for something like that. And back then it was like a noble thing to do. And now you just have career politicians and they just keep kicking the can down the road. They're not managing finances properly. I mean, it just goes on. And that's both sides of the aisle. It's not just. There's no ramifications. They don't care as long as they get reelected. Yeah. And say whatever they say. What was that? That's fine. But as like as a solution, though. I, I think if we had a stronger, like, cultural push to the states being strong, like, I think if it got more like, yeah, we do have the, the unification, whatever. But I think if it got to the point where Pennsylvania had their shit together and it was nice over here and Jersey couldn't get their shit together, like, Pennsylvania should be able to go to New Jersey and be like, you guys aren't doing Like, you're not handling yourselves, conducting yourselves properly. Like, we're not going to give you money for this until you figure this out. Like, the same way we're doing, like, we go to, like, Korea or Iran and be like, we're trying to de-tactical nuke you guys. Like, we state to state should be able to do that. Mm. And we don't. Like, like, so a fucking state like California, which has a tremendous amount of electoral votes, a tremendous amount of population they can tax, they still can't fucking figure out the budget. So, right. like, why are why is the whole country, which, like, when the country comes together and we redistribute the federal tax, why is the whole country country burdened by their bullshit? Or, like, a different, take a different state, whatever state you want to do. Or why is Texas? So, Illinois like, it, it kind of, like, we we as individuals should be like, hey, you know what? We need to start keeping the money closer to Pennsylvania. Like we need to start making we start we need to start making the state whatever politically aligned we want it to. Like you need to get involved in your local and state government. Four hundred thirty-five billion dollars a year goes to California from the federal government. Ex- Boom. Whereas like a state from Vermont gets five billion. But the fact that California now let's look. I wonder if you look like how much um, per capita per person. yeah income income. Um, well, I mean, California generates a shit ton of income. We all know that. But at the same time, like, they're clearly not managing their shit. They're just not. Well, they're not so. managing, like, their forests properly. Like, we can go down the... F- we're not going to go down the global warming rabbit hole. But, like, mm-hmm. fact, they have scaled back on how many trees they've been, like, managing. And now we have more wildfires. Mm-hmm. Like, would that have prevented all the wildfires? Maybe not. Like, maybe we still have, like, an increased wildfires. But it would definitely have... It definitely wouldn't have hurt. So they did that. They blamed that shit on Trump. Like, there's just, like, it's just kind of like this. There's so much money. Where's it all going? Mm. And it's just kind of like, why can't you balance? Why can't you, like, where's where's the money leaking from? Like, if if it were a business, you wouldn't run it that. Or because it wouldn't exist anymore. Why is that math not apply 
to like our just our general existence. Yeah. Like if you don't perform, you don't get to exist. Like so you have you have no choice. Like that's why I don't know. I agree though. Good good Bombay good we went from Bombay to San Francisco right there. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess what I'll say is democracy is slow, compromise is slow, right? One of the biggest structures of democracy is so that you you talk, you compromise. And back when they had to compromise because they couldn't just Twitter home and see what the you know the, the opinion was back home, they were sent there and they had to fucking work it out and then go back to their constituents and say what they did. But now that that compromise like isn't there because people can blame each other, they can run propaganda campaigns and say like you know we wanted to but we didn't. Um, I think just more transparency needs to happen in the government of like okay, this guy voted for this, but like, what did his state get to vote for that bill? And what were the riders attached to the bill? I don't think... How would we collect all that information? To make you know what the thing is? It's already a public. But nobody like spends the time and reads like, okay, this person voted no for this bill. Why? Mm-hmm. Maybe he agreed with the original bill, mm-hmm. but, be pu- but because it had like very extreme riders on both sides of the party attached to that bill, he couldn't vote for it, mm-hmm. right? I have it's, a suggestion. Maybe as a nation, we should all do the 75 hard. <laughs> and then every day we read 10 pages of, I don't know what the type of political documentation. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. I mean, I think uh, the Federal Register, they publish uh, almost 60 to 70,000 pages of laws and stuff like that every year. Uh, a lot of which is just BS, but, uh, yeah, it's like, it's just ridiculous. It's like, we don't need that many. Like, it's just, people are just, I don't know what even, uh, I just know that figure, but it's just, uh, it's just crazy. But no, I mean, the, did, did the founders see this country being this big when they formed it? Don't know. Was America good at, at a transforming the fundamental structure and making sure that states paid their fair share or did their fair like work for the, I, I don't know. Like, cause then you end up with places like California, which are really fucking sucking the country basically dry mm-hmm. um, with resources. I mean, they spend, they probably spend 10%, they 10% more than they actually collect. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention even like the federal programs or like the, the other programs in there that they they suck the resource up, but direct funding, they're, they're you know they're not they ten percent, but there's a lot of states out there that like Connecticut, which give far more in federal income taxes, but they don't spend it. Now I, I do understand that we're a country as a whole. We all have to bring each other up as a country, but like Andrew was saying, like I think there are some states that have to get their shit together. Um, but but it's going to be a slow thing. Like, democracy is slow, so people are slowly s- leaving California. Mm-hmm. How many? We won't know until a couple of years how many people actually left. Mm-hmm. We might not even know until the next census, which mm. is, what, 2030? Yeah. Right, the census yeah. just happened, and yeah. people are starting to move out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, because then you look at, like, the landmass. California is obviously the biggest state, right? Alaska's second, or is Alaska first? I no, don't know. Alaska's first. Alaska's first. Mm-hmm. California's got to be second, but... I don't um, know, but I, yeah, I just know Alaska's first. I don't know about the other ones. But. Yeah, it's got to be California, but yeah. I don't know. I, I just think it's like, you know. Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, I never thought of it like, you know, this state pays in more and like this. 
I didn't think of it that much. But then I remember, like, I took a class um, in college, and then we were talking about called the United States of Europe and people were talking about how like the European Union is going to be successful like the United States and then I remember right around that time uh, Greece was having their financial crisis and uh, I remember asking in class I was like how does it make sense that like just think of it like a credit score right so like you don't have any credit and like let's say your dad has credit so then you just borrow a bunch of shit on his name and still, you're going to have to pay for it. You know, like you just used his good name or whatever. And then your dad says, hey, you know what? Like, we're going to you're going to have to like live a lower lifestyle in order to pay all this shit off. And uh, Greece obviously wasn't having it at that time. And it's not there. F- I don't know exactly all the way, you know, meaning like the average person had nothing to do with it. It was just the government that squandered it. It's not like the average citizen got it. It had a but. lot to do. It had a lot to do with the refugees from the Middle East. Um, for in two thousand nine, you well, what happened was leading up to two thousand nine, you had the war in the Middle East, and then you had the Syria conflict. Oh, so okay. a lot mm-hmm. of the people from those regions mm-hmm. migrated mm-hmm. across the Mediterranean, and they ended up in Greece. Oh. So Greece already had like a really, really, really high unemployment rate. Mm-hmm. And a very, very low education rate because they didn't have, like, literacy to, like, nobody spoke Greek. Like, they spoke Syrian, like, whatever, like, Arabic. Arabic, yeah. Or some sort of, you know, Farsi or, like, whatever language they spoke. So it was kind of like a recipe for disaster. They already had a financial, they weren't handling financially well because they didn't really ride any of that tech boom. Hmm. So then they kind of, like, weren't, they were stagnant economy. They got an influx of people and no jobs. And then the, you know, recession. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember at that time, obviously Germany was pissed off. I mean, they've been pissed off for a while, but it's not like there's much they can do. Yes. The Germans. California is the fifth largest economy in the world. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And they can't get their shit together. Yeah. Dude, they have fucking everything. You know, like all the fruits and shit are grown there too. Like, it's not just tech. Like, everybody just thinks about tech, you know? But there's, like, there's so much. Do you want to hear something funny that I read the other day? Um, It was about how Mexico is trying to legalize marijuana this year, but they can't, like, figure out the legislation behind it. And they keep trying to write legislation so, like, the corporations and all, like, the powerful drug families and everything in Mexico get all the shit and, like, smaller, like, rural people have limitations on what they can grow. Like, whatever. There is a whole market in Mexico for imported American weed. Uh, like if you're if you're like the shit in Mexico, you want good weed. You get the weed from America. How fucking funny is that? That's they try so hard. They were trying so hard for so long to get all that weed into America. Yeah, and now it's come full circle. Yeah, <laughs> we're sending weed back to them. <laughs> there was like this whole like article about this dude that got caught with like a bunch of weed that was from California because he wanted like that high grade shit. Oh, <laughs> wow. like, oh great. That's crazy. So can we talk about Oregon? What's going on over there? Because <laughs> I don't know. Like I just they saw just the passed headline. a law that you can fucking do almost any fucking drug. Wait, wait, wait. What? They legalized every drug. Decriminalized or legalized? Oh, uh, I think they because le- that's two think, different things. Yeah, I think they decriminalized criminalizing legalizing least, it's like creating an economy for it. decriminalizing it is purely saying we won't arrest you for that shit i totally agree about 
That I think all drugs should be legal. All drugs decriminalize small amounts of heroin and other street drugs. Good. It passed with fifty five point eight percent. But they're li- super liberal, and here's why it's good. Right? Why like nobody one the government shouldn't be telling people what to do, right off the top. If I'm not hurting you or causing some sort of burden, boom, done. Two, locking people up for just doing drugs doesn't really make sense. Okay. And then let me finish all my points, right? When you make drugs illegal, you inadvertently give power to a lot of people. They want to. Right. And when you legalize drugs like mushrooms and alternatives like marijuana, you don't have as much leaning on pharmaceutical drugs. So there are like, there are positives that go along with that. And then you don't like, you don't like, I just don't think like, I feel like Americans are like, there should be more money spent on drug education and destigmatizing drugs and be like, hey, look, like this is fucking hair. Like, take the kids out. Be like, this is a heroin. See this chick? What doesn't uh, have any of her teeth? How fucking does, cheeks coming how off? How is like, heroin made? Is it natural? Heroin's made from a poppy plant. But is it a natural process or is it like a synthetic process no, created? They they process it. Okay, but processing could be picking off the leaves off the the marijuana no, plant. It's like it's chemical. It, it's, it's significantly processed. Okay. Because I would, I would put the argument that if you could grow it or find it in the world as a natural product like mushrooms or weed, mm. that's a much different drug, right? That's a drug that if you believe in God, like God put on this earth. Cocaine, I think cocaine actually might be Heavily natural, processed. Or heavily processed. Heavily right? processed. Heroin, heavily processed. Crack, heavily processed. Like I don't think those, those synthetic drugs are necessarily something that should be legal because you say it may not burden society, but if you get a bunch of people that get addicted and it's a highly addictive and it's a highly addictive on purpose because that shit's made to be addictive so they can buy more of it from the cartels or whatever. It's not like they're making them less addictive. Yeah, but that's not the the thinking needs to be not on stigmatizing, like not making it illegal and getting those people in right now. I understand, but if more people get addicted to heroin and end up on the streets and like the fucking police have to come give them whatever that, Narcan. Narcan or whatever it is to fucking snap them out of it. That is affecting other people and resources from other people. Okay. I don't think anybody on weed has to go get Narcan because they're freaking out. No, but what what is happening is like there there is nowhere you can do. I mean, it is it isn't it isn't a perfect solution, right? But we've already seen what full full illegal does. It locks up people. It causes rifts in eco- economies. You have generations of families destroyed because someone had a little bit of drugs on them or wanted to do a little crack. Right? Does it does it go too far? Yes. Do people text and drive more than other people? Yes. Right? So, like, it's not really a matter of, like, drugs. It's more a matter of, like, human nature. There's always going to be the person who takes it too fucking far. Just like, like you say, like, you you, you want to make guns illegal? That's not gonna get guns off the street. There's people that are gonna have the guns. That's the same same argument you use to say you'll never make guns illegal, is the same counter argument that you make to say drugs should be legal. But th- but but here's here's the one thing, they don't want drugs legal because then it, drugs 
is a, an amazing revenue source for a lot of people that's untaxed. Yeah. And but if you so like hear hear me out, right? Say you legalized all drugs and you could tax them and you took a revenue basis from that taxation. Say you said you made blanket statement 100 million dollars a year from the taxation. Like you had 100 million dollars of tax revenue. And currently you're burdened with a fully illegal drug market on rehab and police interactions and all that is $30 million a year. You just netted $70 million but that's in not increase. So, Oregon did. But they could. They decriminalized it. So they almost took the but worst of the worst. Did they decriminalize marijuana before they made it legal? I don't. Yes. Did they? I yes. mean, you would know. Yes. Philly is decriminalized. Like, it's all. You would know because you do. You would You would know. No, what, I guess no I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, you seem to be no, very versed but, in like that. No, because I've thought Thanks, a lot Karen. about. I've thought a lot about. I've thought a lot about why drugs should be completely legal. And. I've thought a lot about it because it sounds like a ridiculous idea, but if you go into how it could work and you like, if you engineered it properly, it would return to our country. And then you would actually, you would have money. Say you took, okay, so you need $30 million to deal with like rehab facilities and police interactions. You still have $70 million increased to your economy and tax revenue. Say you take $10 million right there. You give that to the schools. Just straight up, here's $10 million of schools. Then you take another $10 million and you $10 million of education a year for those schools, which you didn't have before. You didn't have that money to educate kids on drugs. So like if you if you started now and you educate- Why do you think the $3.38 billion that the Philadelphia school system gets now doesn't fucking matter? Like they- No, but- You what, give more money to a failing school district. But that's a it, different argument. Well, that, That's a different conversation. Yeah. Well- Sort of. It's all kind of tied together into like the economy of the state and the economy of the cities. Do you know what they called the weed when they legalized weed in Denver and like Colorado? You know what they called it for the years after that? The gold rush. The green rush. No, because no, no, they no. had so much money. I they am- had so much money in the state of Denver that the state constitution or in the state of Colorado that the state constitution of Colorado, the way it was written, the state actually had to give money back to the people. They had so much tax money. I am a 100% okay with legalizing, and I think your argument holds up 100% of the time on drugs that are found naturally on the earth. All drugs. Pharmaceutical right. drugs are taxed, and we have the same problems with pharmaceutical drugs that you can get Don't legally disagree. that you can get from streets. So why aren't, this, why aren't they the same? If they're the same ramifications, you can die from both of them. You can get addicted to both of them. You pay taxes on one of them. So one of them's legal. So all you have to do is be able to pay tax on heroin and make it legal. That's all it is. You pay taxes on the drugs, make them legal. You want to do heroin? Street corner guy? You're not paying your fucking taxes. We're locking you up. Street corner guy? You want to sell drugs? You're paying taxes now. How long do you How long do you think he'll be out there for? How many years <laughs> until that? How driving down... Speaking of that, we're we're fucking driving down the street in Norristown, PA. We had to take a detour because they're doing some fucking world work, right? So Andrew and I are just driving down, and this kid comes across the street and just fucking holds his hand up in the air like, stop, 
Like, okay. No, and I called it out. I was like, this is a drug deal. The yeah. guy stops our car, runs across, grabs the money. Another dude runs across, does the drug stops deal. Stops us again. So we, had, then, we waited then, for two transactions. And then the transaction gets done, and then they wave us forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, wait, so, they, so we're driving through. We, like, go through, a, we go through an intersection through a traffic light, right? Yeah. And there's, like, the corner crew standing on the right side of the street. And there's a person on the other side in their car calling over to them for, like, whatever drugs they're selling. Mm. They signal to him. I see the one dude's finger go up. I'm like, oh, John, watch this. The dude runs in front of our tr- the diesel truck or this huge pickup truck. Say, hey, oh, so sorry. I'm crossing the street here. I'm like, all right, hold up. This guy's doing a drug deal. Goes over. They swap hands. And then by the time he's on the other side of the street, the runner is coming off the corner. And he's got like, here's the drugs. And I'm like, and then they're, they're like, all right, cool. You, you keep, come on. Th-. And then they like waved us through like a pen dot, like flag team. <laughs> like oh I was like, they literally <laughs> stopped traffic to just do a drug deal. That's awesome. In, Col- the middle, in the middle of the day. Colorado. The first year it was legalized. They made about a billion dollars on revenue. Yeah. This last year they made $2 billion on tax revenue. Yeah. But so there's also a lot of, I've, I've studied a little bit on the, the math or the money around this. The number so there's only so much drugs bought per year, right? We'll do the hundred million dollars thing. Say like in, so in, they, in the United States, there's a hundred million dollars a weed purchase a year. That's not the real number. Right. All the people together, that's what they buy. So like you can tax that hundred million dollars in sales. Colorado does it first. Colorado gets a billion. Colorado year two has California. So Colorado's still getting a billion, a billion five, getting closer to two. But if, Every state that gets there later loses on tax revenue. Sure. So, the so last like state, the last like, state to get there it won't be that is exciting. fucked. It's just like it's just not. They're like, not going to have any change in their economy. So if you I could live in a state that they could easily go from st- like border to border and buy things. But if you live in a state like, like Colorado, you, yeah, you could drive ten hours and not fucking leave the state. You yeah, I mean, like you're not Correct. you're not leaving the state to go buy. Like Denver, Denver's I think the closest border to Denver. Is like six or seven hours to the border in any direction. Perfect example, though, like New Jersey in this last election. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, I don't know when it goes into effect, but they voted to legalize on the legalization of marijuana. I'm pretty sure they probably still have to write like legislation and stuff. Uh, it's not really. Usually when that goes into the ballot, they have a House bill or a Senate bill that they're, that the, the legislation is asking this population to vote okay, on. Okay, Jamie, so look it up. that was a good one but what do you think do you do you how i wonder how much money pennsylvania will miss out on by all the people going to new jersey to buy weed well also their liquor is cheaper too so they they said they're only expected to make 126 million a year and tax revenue? And tax revenue. How is that possible? I don't know. Did they not look at Colorado? They have Atlantic City. Are they, they including, like, all the Domino's pizzas, the extra ones being ordered? Are they counting that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Can I get an extra Domino's pizza? Um, I also don't think if, if you're going to legalize drugs, especially you're seeing this with weed, the barrier to entry is so high. That the people that you would want to affect and be like, all right, you, you know, you're a street dealer, 
We're going to legalize drugs. We're going to make you like how many like DG Yingling and Sons, Budweiser, like all of those companies and families were like up and running during prohibition. And then like after prohibition, they were like already sustained. I mean, Yingling's a really old company. That was a bad example. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like it January. was like they were, that's when it's legal. It goes legal in January. Yeah. But then they have to have like, they don't have stores. There's no stores to buy weed. No, they said like, uh, here's what has to happen before legal le- le- the legal weed hits the shelves. They have to go through and make the stores. But as of now, January first, that's what they voted on. The recre- recreational can have it. So what happens between now and January first? Do you think cops are like, oh, fuck it, like I'm not writing a ticket for that? I could argue they were already like that. That's why this yeah, legislation, like this legislation in a lot of states, has just been getting beaten down for so long. Yeah. That I feel like a lot of cops have like general like the cops today are our friends. Like they're all thirties and forties. Like they grew up with us. So like the stigma around weed is a lot less than like when it was when our parents. Like yeah. you know. It was it was a big deal to do weed back then. Yeah, do the marijuana. Do the marijuana. My mom or my mom weed. I mean my mom probably listens to this occasionally, but she did I definitely believe she did not Def- do a lot of the definitely weed. Definitely listens to this, dude. Yeah. My my mom did the alcohol, definitely not the weed. But like my dad on the other hand lied to our faces, said he didn't do the weed. He does the and weed. And then as we got older, we're like, Jim definitely did the weed. Look at all his friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar, dude. <laughs> you know who? You know who the first person I know to have a legal like a marijuana like license in PA? You can get those. My dad. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, all those years of him being like, drugs are bad, you're going to jail, like, all this shit. Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, I thought it was so bad. I'm like, I've been holding out. But John's researching now. No, I just read no, I when, I think PA will be pretty pretty quick to fall behind New Jersey, yeah, though. Yeah, I think so, too. It's the money. That's really, like, what it comes down to for, for me in legalization. It's not locking people up. That costs money. And then if you legalize it and you tax it appropriately and you manage that, you have more resources. You have more positive resources to actually combat the drug problem. So if you have a drug problem, legalize it, tax the shit out of it, take that money, and then tell everybody why drugs are bad with that money. And then eventually you'll affect, I mean, you can't expect everybody to put down, you know, their heroin. But you could probably help a few more people. Right now, everybody's just hiding. It's like you yeah. get you get caught with it, you go to jail. That's not helping anybody. No, but I don't. I don't think things like something that's super addictive like that. I mean, is dude, good legal, I, dude. I could probably, if I tried, I, I, I would say conservatively, I know, like closely, know twenty to thirty people that have died from heroin overdose. So, like. And that's that's me is being like, is it because they're getting like bad heroin? Maybe there's a. I'm not saying. Maybe it's like if you made it that, legal. Yeah, maybe that's if a good you made point. It legal is the heroin like more controlled and more safe? Could they make it like a little less potent? Like I don't know. I don't because know. all those standards are now existing amount of marijuana. When you buy weed in Vegas or whatever, you get a package that's like this was farmed by Harry on this day. Yeah, with it's organic well. wheat. Yeah, it's like you, all that inf- information and whether or not it's true or not. You know. Could be a whole nother argument, but there's there's a lot. If it's man, like it it shouldn't just be. Uh, it's we we had the war on drugs, 
and people got sucked up into that rhetoric for so long that it's going to take it's going to take a long time and, and possibly generations for people to come around and be like, okay, maybe the the aggressive war on our own citizens wasn't such a great idea. If, yeah, well, that's kind of when you look at you like we're calling institu- war on drugs. Yeah, like, but the institution the institutions get paid by the more people they have in their prisons. And that's the systemic problem we have with the country is the bigger the bureaucracy, bureaucracy, the more stable people's jobs are. And the more power they get and the more revenue they get, the more pencils they get, the more paper clips they get. I think it's subconscious. Though. It's just like I think the that's subconscious has become too big that the machine's at a breaking point. And you're either going to turn the machine into just a money printing machine, which, you know, one would argue is already headed that direction. And at some point, the shit's going to catch up with us. Or do we turn the machine off and have a lot of pissed off people? And that's what I think happened there in this election. They don't want to see that guy in for four more years. He's turning the fucking machine off. And as soon as he turns the machine off, there's a lot of people that are not going to have jobs or purpose in life. But going back to my my point was you're like you were saying that like it's because it's big and this and or anything but like the legit rhetoric and thought process back then when they made these laws was if you get rid of the user there can be no dealer because there'll be no one to sell to so let's lock up everybody that buys drugs and that like it has nothing it I mean, maybe large government whatever different conversation but it really was like the thought process that was flawed I think that you know the large government things just a whole nother. We've already covered that. I think six weeks in a row. No, I just think it's tied. It's it's tied into all these conversations, which are important to have. Yeah, it all ties together. Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to be a magnifying glass and like burn the paper. Sometimes you got to look through the magnifying glass. Yeah. Legalize drugs. Here, here. Sunny Patel for president. Is that your? Yeah, I was born here, so I mean, <laughs> we, let's go. <laughs> Shit. Well, I don't know. I feel like that was just such a journey we just went down. Yeah, we just legalized drugs on the podcast. No, you legalized drugs on the podcast. I have that power. I, I feel like I feel like we've gone through it long enough. I kind of, and this is like the wrong way to say it, but I'm kind of just thinking like, let's try it. Like, let's try You're legalizing right. it. You know, because we've done it for this long, like, let's try it. We can always go back. I mean, they did that with Prohibition, right? So, Yeah, th- that's actually a perfect example where they they made alcohol illegal, and all it did was lock made, up a lot of people. And made a, made lot a of bunch people, of power, 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 so powerful, the Kennedys. Made a lot of people so powerful with money, which is probably the argument that they're never going to make drugs legal because of all that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some people making the money, they probably don't want drugs to be legal. Oh, that's what I'm oh, saying. For yeah, sure. No, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> for sure. They, they have <laughs> fucking tanks and shit. They have their attack submarines, Andrew. You know that one that you want? <laughs> they, they have he was a, a second away from using my full name there. They do have attack <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, man, you listen to me. You listen. They don't want to give up those those armies that they've built. That's true. Of like... Well, our thing is, like, everybody's, like, looking at boats and stuff like that. I want an attack submarine. That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's ultimate safety. It's like, oh, we got a problem? Let's go out on the boat. It's like, oh, got got a problem out on the water? Let's go under the water. 
Yeah, I remember. I hope we don't have any problems down there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was watching Top Gear and Jeremy Clarkson. They were in Albania, and they were like at some historic site. And then he was just like, "I think I can buy the submarine." They're like, "What are you gonna do with this submarine?" He's like, "Drive about in it." <laughs> <laughs> Andrew get the one from World War Two where they got the string hanging from one wall to the other to, to measure yeah. how and like to measure how much compression oh. there is on the hull. Like. He's just we like, can go Yo, ten feet deeper. I swear. Meet me out in the Delaware, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a ride. <laughs> just pull up to parties like hard. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yo, you got a moat? <laughs> Trying to pull up hard." <laughs> yo, yo, do you have any deep natural springs that I can swim? I can like float up. He'd <laughs> be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." How close do you live to the Delaware? I can't. Yeah, if you don't live in New Hope, I can't. I can't come. <laughs> you gotta be on a body of water. You gotta start drudging, <laughs> drudging all the waterways. <laughs> can you put some water in that old canal? <laughs> that's essentially what Elon Musk is doing. He's building himself a tunnel. He's like, I want a tunnel. But now he's moving out of California. He <laughs> don't give a fuck about the tunnel anymore. <laughs> think he'll just abandon that? No, probably not. I mean, that's he did still he has ever his factory move, there. Did no? he move his factory? Or is he he bluffed moving his factory? Did he ever do it? And no, that was a bluff. Not yet. That was a yeah. huge bluff. That yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I'll just move. You know how do you, you know how you run California? You threaten to leave. Yeah, there's been enough people not bluffing lately that California's probably listening. Like, whoa, whoa, Tesla, don't go anywhere. I wonder when when those numbers will come out. We were just talking about when you went take a piss. Twenty thirty. Probably, next sense. But also, but also, like, uh, no, you can see based upon like real estate transactions and stuff like that. Yeah, there's yeah, somebody. So there's somebody will dive into that before then. I can't wait until 2030. How the fuck do they have to wait? 10 I mean, years like, look, yeah, I mean, that fucking hard. That's yeah, true. it's Facebook, dude. Just fucking log on there and just get their data. Like, <laughs> it's got to be pretty accurate. They have all that data. Yeah, there's probably a way that like those social media platforms could like take their users and with in a certain standard deviation per like show like all right this is how many people are in this like i mean they're monitoring us how much data they have and google has all of it all of it all of it i i i got i don't know if i ever said this on the podcast probably not i was in college i got real high (laughs) it was 2000 2005 and I called up the radio st- or the TV station. I was like, I got some news. <laughs> and they're like, what, son? What's the news? This, mind you, I'm in North Carolina. They're like, what, son? What's the news? I was like, Google knows what stocks are going to go up before the stocks go up based on what people search. And they're like, son, I don't know what you... <laughs> in reality, they it's fucking do. They, they know, do, yeah, they know yeah. the data before the data comes out. And yeah. so they're always ahead. That's that's probably one of the biggest threats is like Google controls what you see. We were talking about earlier. Information management. But they know where to push society based on info that they have. Like they could change the minds and hearts of. Google is Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all these guys. I mean, like I watched The Social Dilemma. uh, I haven't finished it. I mean, it's basically describing the same thing where it's like you can push things. They're showing in other countries how it's already happened and stuff like that. Um, 
And God knows after, I mean, obviously this election, whatever's going on with it, like afterwards you'll find out and stuff like that. Same way that people were saying about the 2016 election as well um, in terms of the effects of social media and stuff like that. You'll get to those one movies like The 100 or some of those other movies where the power goes out and all that shit goes down. Primitive life comes back. I could argue that'd be nice. I think, dude, I think it would be nice. I would thrive. Without cell phones. Oh yeah, because yeah, we're all not that, that I don't not, not that, that I'm like anti phone or anything, but I like I just know like if phones went down, I'd immediately be pl- I'd down. immediately be processing how do we sell without phones? I'd go I'd go deep. I'd be people would be freaking no, out. No, I would argue we'd be ready to sell. People would be freaking out. We would we would be ready to gather. We'd be, yeah, we we'd be we'd be gathering. Something would be happening. Something be happening. You know what I'm saying? Sonny for president. I mean, Kanye ran. I mean, shit. It's going to be 60,000 people voted for him. He was pretty happy about that. <laughs> I, I would have thought I the mean, number I told, would be way more. I told, <laughs> I told everyone. I told everyone. I was like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Kanye. Yeezy's for everyone. He wasn't on the ballot. No, you had to write, his, had name to write his name in. Some some states he made the ballot, but he, he only got like 1,000 votes. You thought you would think he would get more votes. Yeah. Nobody didn't. Nobody knew if he was serious or not. <laughs> There's a fucking name on the ballot. Like, no, I know, I know. Yeah. I think he is serious, but I think like people like my mom are like, that can't be real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but Sunny Patel, thanks for coming out, man. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I guess. We're yo, 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 you, you just Italian fingers in? Uh, we gotta get closer to handshake. Yeah. Mm, get right. closer. Next get time. in there and power it up. So, do you want people to follow you on social media or anything? Do you care? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I just post car stuff. So if you're interested in that, <laughs> my, it's Instagram, true. my Instagram is Red Bull Racing Fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like he'll post a car. I'll be like, yeah, that was a good color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was I a do great that. color. No, like, it literally I don't is really cars. see this color or I don't see this in this neighborhood or whatever. So that's all. No, that's good. I appreciate you coming on, hanging out. Follow us after five life. Still, you know, we're still trying to get somebody to fucking call into the show. Yeah, Sonny was our only caller. And that was Sonny. That was Sonny. I, don't I know thought it was about fishing. Well, why don't we give a little bit better instructions on how to call in? All right, I know you, you gave it already, but. Yeah. So you go to the anchor or go to anchor.fm slash after five life, which is our profile, which is where the podcast is broadcast from and then from that website it's broadcast to all the other platforms but if you go to anchor.fm slash after five life you can call in you can call in there by following uh there's a leave a voice message tab yeah there's a little didgeridoo over there and you just press it and then you know yeah or you could i'm pretty sure you can record your voice on your phone and then upload that i did it on my phone oh yeah see it's easy just try a little harder it's not that hard we've explained it twice one and a half times john thanks for being here hey man you too thanks for thanks for telling us about your exercise thanks routine. for being a didgeridoo dude i'm gonna play it didgeridooer don't didgeridoo don't john's gonna blow corona right on my face right here you go mm-hmm.